Welcome to Grandiose Grammar. I'm Aoife, a grammar enthusiast and a lecturer at Philips Universität Marburg. Today we're going to talk about the present perfect. This is a tense and aspect combination that trips up many of my students. The problem arises because in German, the past simple seems to be reserved for literary works and very formal situations. The only Germans I've ever met who have consistently used the past simple properly were from the north of the country. The penchant for using the German perfect for most past actions leads to overuse of the present perfect in English. Today I'm going to explain how you can decide if a verb phrase should be past simple or present perfect. I'm sure you, like many of my students, believe that the words since, for, just, never and ever trigger the use of the present perfect. While there's a kernel of truth to this, I'd be cautious about using it as a rule of thumb when trying to decide whether a verb phrase should be in the perfect or not. Jeffrey Leach identifies the main idea behind the perfect aspect as beforeness, or if we want to be very technical, anteriority. However, if you think of beforeness as anything related to time before now, you could loosely apply that to both the past simple and the present perfect, so it's not especially helpful in decision-making. Past time related to present time is a far more relatable way to describe the present perfect. Let's take a look at a concrete example. Here's one I hear frequently. Last weekend, I have met my friends. Let's start by asking ourselves a question. Do we know when the action happened? Yes, we do. It happened last weekend. The past simple should be used here because there's a definite past time reference. Last weekend, I met my friends. This is a completed past time action. There is no relationship between the action and present time. Leach says that the present perfect has four main uses. The first is for states up to the present. For example, I have loved hiking for as long as I can remember. Love is a state verb, and as states tend to be long-standing, it's likely that I'll continue to love hiking into the future. I have loved hiking for as long as I can remember is a state that started in the past. It's still true now, so this fulfills the criterion of past time related to present time. The second use of the present perfect is for the indefinite past. For example, I have recorded several episodes of this podcast. The action took place at an unspecified time in the past, but it clearly has a relationship to the present in that the recordings of this podcast were made in the past and exist now. This fulfills the criterion of past time related to present time. For the indefinite use of the present perfect, it's helpful to ask yourself, do I know when the action happened? And do I know how often the action happened? If the answer to either of those questions is no, there's a strong chance that the perfect aspect is what you're looking for. The third use of the present perfect is for habits up to the present. For example, I have always taken the train to work. This is an habitual action, and the use of the present perfect includes possible continuation beyond the present. I'm likely to continue taking the train. 
Again, this habitual action began in the past, it continues to happen repeatedly until the present, thus demonstrating past time related to present time. Habit use of the present perfect usually includes an adverb or an adverbial of duration or frequency, like every day or always. The final use of the present perfect is for the resultative past. I have recorded this podcast. The results or effects of the result persist into the present. You can listen to this podcast now. German school pupils tend to call this the past with an effect on the present. So now that we've cleared up the instances in which the present perfect is most frequently used, how does it differ from the past simple? The past simple indicates that an action, state or event is finished or complete. Whereas the state, action or event in the present perfect persists up to the present or has a present result or has an indefinite time or duration. Don't hang your hopes on trigger words indicating whether you should use the perfect or not because since for, just, never and ever can all co-occur with both the past simple and the present perfect. It's far more helpful to ask yourself if the action has a definite past time reference or not. If there's a definite past time reference coupled with the idea of completeness or finishedness, you have a strong argument for choosing the past simple. Whereas if the time reference is indefinite, the frequency of an action is unknown, or the action state or event began in the past, but has a clear relationship to the present, choose the present perfect. Hopefully you've been able to keep up. Just in case you've lost your train of thought, hop on over to grandiosegrammar.com and you'll find a helpful PDF in the blog entry marked episode 5. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, feel free to contact me via the contact form on grandiosegrammar.com or over on Twitter. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.